0: you're about to listen to a message from pastor ike Okeke of the father's church the father's church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of almighty god to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct this message will challenge encourage And propel you to fulfill that purpose. And leave that life that God has originally designed for you as revealed in his word. Be blessed as you listen.
1: Praise Jesus. Okay. um... We, on Wednesday, on Friday, sorry, had a service here, and um, it was our throne room service, and it fell in also with the Independence Day, so we took the opportunity to just um, bring our nation to the Lord, and you know, bringing our nation to the Lord, we belong to a nation that is superior to this nation, praise the Lord, we are citizens of Zion, okay, So prayers were made for the church, prayers were made for our country, and concerning our nation, God just told us, you learned something recently, and we said yes, he taught us on faith, on fear, and on lust, and we learned that fear focuses on what we do not want, isn't it? What is evil, what they think bad things, and unfortunately, that is where we focus you know, most of the time, especially concerning our country. And someone might even say, you don't even need to spiritualize it. That is reality, and you are truly correct, okay? That is what we are seeing, and there is terror in the land. But we also understand that faith calls those things that be not as though they were. Praise the Lord. So by faith, we began to declare the faithfulness of God over this nation the supremacy of God over every situation. And we, I think we concluded by asking ourselves, do you think it incredible that God raises the dead? Anybody here in doubt that God raises the dead? The faith we have has a foundation that God raises the dead. Say to yourself, my faith has a foundation. And that foundation is that God raised the man jesus christ from the dead praise the lord so as bad as our country may appear we are not even dead so god our god is more than able to save our nation in the name of jesus praise the lord okay this morning uh, um it's we have also a communion to you know to celebrate today so we're going to be trying to combine quite a few things and um The spirit of the living God will breathe upon each and every one of us. Whether I'm speaking or you're hearing, we all need him and he will be faithful to us today in Jesus' name. So, um, thank God for the song that we sang and what we've already established. um, The worship also. The sovereignty of our God we must continually have before us. That the God we serve is sovereign over all situations and circumstances. Praise the Lord. God is not a man. God is not even a government. God is not a force. God is God. Praise the Lord. God is God. God reigns. We sang the song, Our God Reigns. Our God does not just reign. He was not appointed. He created what is reigning over. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes, he didn't come to the throne. He made it all. The Bible says all things were made, and then they exist for his pleasure. Praise the Lord. Our God, your God, our God is sovereign. He is the omnipotent. All power resides and flows from him. He is the omniscient. All wisdom resides and flows from him. His omnipresent time yesterday, tomorrow, is in his hands. God does not go. God does not also move from one geographical location to the other. All things are in him. Praise the Lord. North is in him. South is in him. West is in him. Praise the Lord. The North Pole is in him. South Pole is in him. The No Pole is in him. Are you understanding? Space is as well in him. Hallelujah. That is our God. So he's that mighty. You establish that, okay? The Bible makes us understand Daniel chapter 4, verse 17 or 25 or 30 to any of them. It says, the living must know that the Most High rules, the Most High rules in the affairs of men. Praise the Lord. The living must know. Daniel four seventeen or 25. Okay, 17 is what we're... He says, this decision is by the decree of the watchers and the sentence by the word of the holy ones. He says, in order that the living may know, praise the Lord, that you and I may know that who? The most high rules in the kingdom of man. Somebody say, amen. amen. Yes, he, he does. Look at the last part. Does it look like our country? Say, gives it to whomever he will and sets over it the lowest, not the most intelligent. Sometimes it happens, praise the Lord. But once we know that it's the most high that is determining, then we can have some peace. Praise the Lord. Because we know that he loves us. We know that he's a good father. And we understand that all things do what? work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. However, having said that also, I want to present a statement that you also should look at differently. God is in control. Amen. Is God in control? God is in control. You're very correct. God is in control. God is in control in the sense that the app that is running in the world, he designed it. In the sense that the hardware, he designed it. But the impute in that app, he's not in control of it. I'm going to show you two scriptures. Ephesians 1 verse 11. Ephesians 1 11 will show to us that all things unfold. He puts it this way. Okay, uh, um, It's a part B that we we'll get, but let me read the whole. It says, in him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him, who works how many things, how many things? All things according to the counsel of his will. Everything at the end of the day will agree with what he wants. Praise the Lord. Now, but come with me to Deuteronomy 11, 26. Now, when you get home, you can read the rest of it, but you can just put 26 and 27. 26 says, Behold, I set before you today, what? A blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the what." commandments of the lord your god which i command you today okay we we can just leave leave it that way so god wants you blessed but god cannot compel you to be blessed he has put in an app praise the lord he has designed the app so that once you want blessing you can get blessing but if you don't want blessing god this god will not force you praise the lord is somebody understanding that So, for a nation, God is sovereign. God is in control. But do we want a new nation? I can't hear you. I said, do we want a new nation? Do we want a transformed Nigeria? Where peace, where love, justice reigns. Do we want that? The Lord will grant it to us if we decide. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our text that we're going to, you know, do our study from today is from John chapter 6. And, um... We'll come back to Nigeria. Come with me to John chapter 6. We're going to read a very, very um, familiar account. I think we look at that, you know, so often here. It is the, it's the miracle of the feeding of the multitude. And in verse 4 of our text, the Bible says, Our Lord Jesus, or, or rather, okay, Now the Passover a feast of the Jews was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him. He said to Philip, I'm reading to verse 14. Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this is said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down, Now there was much grass on the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with the fragments, of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten, then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus, they said, "This is truly the prophet who is come into the world." May the Lord bless the reading of His word in Jesus' name. Amen. This account portrays to us a scenario where there is a problem. Where there is a problem. The problem here is that our Lord Jesus had been teaching and preaching. And as he was teaching, he was moving from town to town. After a while, they got to a wilderness, an open place, and realized that three days on, some persons, by reason of their being taken over, with what he was teaching, hadn't eaten, you know, over a period. And they had different attitudes, different uh, uh, approaches to this problem. If you read the other accounts from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all those accounts what will happen there is that the disciples will come to jesus and say master there is a problem we have to send these people away praise the lord master we need to send these people away what they were saying is this let's jump and pass this problem from their tone somehow it did not appear as though they themselves were hungry are you getting me from, from what we see here, it didn't appear maybe they had just had something to eat or they were fasting, but they did not seem like part of those who were having this problem. So you read those accounts, you see that they were telling to our master, let's send these people away, let them go and solve this problem themselves, let them deal with their issues. But in all those accounts, you will see our Lord Jesus answering them one way. He will say to them, you, give them something to eat praise the Lord you do what give them something to eat he was trying to say something which he has said in other ways before now the Bible our Lord Jesus says you and I are the salt of the earth you and I are what the light of the world what does salt do? salt is the solution for decay to decay light is the solution to what? darkness So he made it clear to the disciples, no, they don't deal with their issues. You deal with their issues. Now this morning, as Christians in Nigeria, no matter how privileged, no matter how secure we might be from the details of the problems they are having in this nation, you and I must take responsibility given to us by our maker to be the solution in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, I hear it. Praise the Lord. So he said to them, you give them something to it. That's a matching Mark Luke. Okay? But in John, which is our text, we'll see what happens here. In this account, he actually preempted them. The Bible says he saw the multitude coming. And he said to them, where shall we buy bread that these may eat? And as I read it today, you know, reading it recently now, I saw that he didn't even speak to all of them. He spoke to a particular person who was Philip and i i wondered why did he speak to philip i saw why he spoke to philip because philip had an answer philip in verse seven had analyzed the problem philip is like many of us who can tell you the problems of nigeria from the way that the british did praise the lord and how they you know did all the things and the foundation is cracked there is nothing that can philip has analyzed it in details and known that this problem has no solution. That's why the moment our Lord Jesus spoke to him, you can see Philip answering again. He said, "What 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient. So I don't know why he stopped at 200 denarii. Maybe 200 denarii was the maximum amount, you understand? Because he could have, I don't know, he could have said 500 denarii. Maybe 500 denarii worth of bread would have solved the problem. But as far as Philip was concerned, he needed to communicate to the master, don't touch this one, praise the Lord. And unfortunately, many situations in our lives, in our country, we have come to the place where we have calculated, we have analyzed. Somebody's listening to me now. I'm based on the doctor's report. If you follow it, there is no solution. But I've come to tell you that before you had the problem, The Bible says he himself knew what what he would do. Before there was a problem, there is a God who knows what he would do in every situation. This is the God you and I serve. Is somebody hearing me? Before there was the problem, before he spoke to Philip, before the multitudes gathered, he himself had already predetermined what he will do do he had determined what he would do and he said to us our lord jesus speaking to us in matthew 6 verse 8 and he he made a statement there which is very interesting he said your heavenly father knows in fact that one he said your father he said your father knows what the things you have need of even before you ask that should be comforting for somebody because it means that my situation will not come as a shock or as a surprise to my father praise the lord and if you add that with the scripture that says that he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear but with every temptation what does he do he makes a way it means as a problem is coming he has made a way what, for you to get out of it can somebody say thank you jesus thank you jesus he doesn't allow it to come without making a provision he knows the things you have need of before you open up your mouth to pray we want to pray we like to pray and we believe god hears prayers but even before before the prayer he does know and then in another place further down in that matthew 6 again i think is the last verse in matthew 6 he said to them he said these things the gentiles seek but your heavenly father then now he added the first part he said your father knows this side now, he said, "Your heavenly Father." You know why? You know why he did that? Should I tell you why? Because the Gentiles also have their Father. They and their fathers are seeking it. Praise the Lord! But we that are children of God, we have a Father who is beyond the Father here. He's a heavenly Father. He says, "Your heavenly Father." What knows? So what's this saying? He's saying, "Don't react like the Gentiles are reacting." what is the gentile reaction to nigeria's problem simple you and i know nigeria wasn't this bad you know why nigeria is getting bad because gentiles are protecting themselves i told you here many years ago as a young man i think how old was i then maybe this we're talking about after the first civilian government was removed when i was hearing the amounts that were embezzled you hear that jim wobodo embezzled five million naira you see you're laughing now Praise the Lord. And they say this person embezzled 7 million naira. And then we are screaming. Now, if the news will not report 1 billion. You know why? At that time, people, the Gentiles in Nigeria, were not looking for so much money to protect themselves. I doubt if any civilian had a bulletproof car in 1985. But now, some people here have bulletproof cars. That's how bad we are trying to protect ourselves. Then people who traveled abroad for education were those who didn't pass JAMB. Is somebody hearing me? For those who are old enough, I know now you envy anybody who schooled abroad. Those who knew book went to UI. They went to Ife. they went to, you know, yes, that's where they went to school. Because then the Gentiles had not started aggravating the solution. Okay? But the Nigeria of today, Gentile solution means steal everything. And then you steal enough to settle the judge, settle EFCC, settle police, and settle government in power. So the solution is demanding more wickedness. Praise the Lord. That is a result of Gentiles solving their own problems. And the Bible says, you and I will not go that route. Praise the Lord, somebody. So which route are we going to go? So the master said to them, you yourself give them something to eat. And Philip said, where do we find 200 denarii worth of bread? We can't handle this, master. Let's send them away. But the Bible said, he said this to test them. He wanted to test them. One of the translations, I think, message said, He wanted to prove their faith. And I want to believe, like a a, a young lady that did the spoken word on Friday, she said that the the hardest challenges are given to the best warriors, isn't it? I want to believe that if you're a Christian and you're in Nigeria today, God expects great things of you. Praise the Lord. Are you still with me? Or you have left with the... I said the toughest challenges that God sees he assigns his best sins is Nigeria a challenge then where, which group do you think in, in you are in, in the saints of God, the, the, the army you are in the marines, praise the Lord, you are in the top top level, you see where, where do you deal with mosquito, you know many countries, there is a country that doesn't have mosquito i think is um, is it um one of these european countries there's no mosquito there's a country that doesn't have snake no snake it means you can just play anywhere nigeria is equipped <laughs> even with flying cockroaches you know we have all kinds of problems praise the lord Don't you think, don't you know that your God prepared you to handle all of them? If you didn't know, know it today. Because it says he will not allow you. Praise the Lord. The other day I was telling the mosquito. I said, if you want to bite, bite. I I don't understand. You want to bite, why are you playing intro in my ear? Win, 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 win. Just bite me and go. Let me... are you doing intro in my ear you're not biting my ear what what are you singing yeah if you know please tell mosquitoes just bite and go it's bad enough you're biting (laughs) praise the Lord okay so 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 he knew what he was going to do and what was he going to do he was going to set for us or or give to us a, a picture image of the way things should work now he at that point the Bible says Andrew one of his disciples Simon Peter's brother said to him there is a lad let me say a lad yeah. how many people do we imagine in that environment the Bible gave us 5000 men not counting women and children so you know that where there are men there most likely will be more women and then where there are men and women there will be a lot of children So, there must have been a lot of people here. But how many people brought five loaves and two fish? It was one out of that multitude. Can I tell you something this morning, which I I pray you'll hear? You see, we must be delivered from the myth of the majority. We must be delivered from the myth of majority. Okay? What is the myth of majority? The myth of majority says only majority can solve the problem. You need majority. It takes majority to make a difference. It takes majority to make a change. It's a lie. I know we have believed it. I know we align our lives with it. But it is what? It is a lie. It's a myth. It's not true. It does not take majority to make a change. I will give you scripture and the Holy Spirit will help us with real life. Okay? Are you with me? The, the Bible says in Romans 5. You can turn your Bibles to Romans 5 or put it on the screen for us. Sin in the world. The Bible says in verse 12. It says, through how many people? Through one man. One man. Sin entered into the world and death through sin. Through one man. Okay, if you come down to 17, 18 and 19, it says to us also, it says on the same vein now, it says for if by one man's offense that reign through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. 18 and 19, 18 says, therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men resulting in condemnation even so through one man's righteous act what the free gift came to all men resulting in justification of life 19 now thank you he said for as by one man's what disobedience how many many were made sinners he says so also what by one man's obedience many will be made righteous do you know the argument i make and we make all of us make we make argument because many people are doing it i cannot help but do it it's not true because many people are not doing it i also cannot do it that's what we do we are turning the argument upside down are you with me now let me bring it to contemporary times you know recently uh when the u.s when the uh, 9-11 anniversary was done there you know remember the uh, 9-11 travel if you had traveled before 9-11 traveled by air before 9-11 september 11 you know you will know that osama and his team did what changed the world they changed travel travel is completely different I'm bringing it back home, uh, 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 what's, uh, what's uh, Mutalab changed Nigeria completely. Before, we we're not on the radar. Now, when we're getting to security checks, they mark our card. Once shot, thank God for gray hair. I think with my bald head and gray hair now. They don't mark me too much. But when I was younger, once we appear and they see green passport, they just mark. What are they marking? A relative of Mutalab. Is somebody getting it? Why? Because in the real world, one is enough to make a change. Let's get down to fashion. Possibly, you know, I look at ripped jeans. I wore rib jeans you know, as a teenager and um, there's nothing wrong with wearing it. Just don't buy it. That's the part I, I have a problem with. Don't go to the shop and buy torn jeans. It, 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 buy it from your brother whose jeans store or wear your own because somebody, somebody, you know, jeans store and he just worked in boldness and then people say, ah, that's style. That. And then they now will take scissors and like Nigerians would say, use korokoro eye and start cutting their thing to wear. Okay? Fashion is changed by one man. It's as simple as that. And then when he changes it, the rest of the people who don't have, you know, substance... Will say, I can't wear full jeans, tear it please for me. And they tear it because some man wore torn jeans. Are you getting what I'm saying? You see, life, life, real life, it, it doesn't work the way we have believed it. We think, no, if majority does it, then I follow. But majority was moved by one from what we see in this account people of god our lord jesus was teaching us a pattern and he was saying and thank god they did not say one elder in the group they said a lad a little boy which means he could have been five years six years eight years nine years 11 years 12 years 14 years he was a lad and there is a pattern in the old testament when the champion of, of philistine was challenging israel there were matured men there were seasoned warriors how many did god find again he found a lad how did that lad defeat the giant he used a stone let me hear you say majority is essential is a lie it's a lie it's a lie are you getting me it's a lie in fact we, we've dealt in this church a, a lot on the myth of numbers you understand what i mean No, numbers really, you count numbers, but I don't think numbers count in that sense. You count numbers, but numbers don't count because the the pattern is there. It says through one man's disobedience. And then to change it all, what do we find? Through one man's what? Obedience. Now, our Lord Jesus is saying to you and I today that you listening to me, you, not all of us, Our dad has taught us here that the only person you can count on is who? Is yourself. Okay? You. (laughs) Okay, I I want to deal with another angle, then I put it together. When we said he himself knew what he would do, the question somebody should have asked is this If my heavenly father knows what I need, what I have need of, why doesn't he just be throwing it on the road so that I meet it as I go? Isn't it? Okay, he himself. Why didn't he just do it? Why did he get that involved? We said that the translation said he wanted to test their faith. No. Yes. Okay, but better still, remember that if you come to Genesis 1. In Genesis 1, 26, 27, and 28, you may put it on the screen for us. God said, let us make man. How? In our image and word, according to our likeness. Okay? Let us make man. Now. If God made man in his image and according to his likeness, and God has no respect for this man he made in his image and likeness, will it be good? God is simply crediting you with a bit of God-likeness, God, God God-mageness, you know, Godness. That's That's all. So God does not intervene in our lives most times without us involving him. You know why? you're a regent you're a king that's why we call him king of what lord of what that's who he is so he wants to you know he wants to talk with you he wants you to invite him he wants you to call him he says bring forth your strong reasons he wants to get involved with you so even though he knew what he would do he needed to get them involved so in that genesis 1 26 said let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let the man have what let the man have what let the man have dominion let the man rule over the earth he wanted man to be able to determine what god was saying is that he wants to come into your house david right and say to david whatever happens in this house it will be as you want it you are the man only you are the man it will be as you want it you understand let the man have what dominion now, every one of us sitting here, you may not be the man, you may not be the woman. You also have dominion over your sphere. As a child, you have dominion. You know why? God made you and he credited you with some godness. Praise the Lord, somebody. He said, let them rule over everything. But, let me put a caveat there. But this man God made and gave dominion. He didn't give him dominion over men no. Because that's where some of us are. Some husbands are planning to preach this sermon to their wives when they get home. Uh, mama, mama, mama and Kiru, come and sit down. You heard Pastor Ikenna. From this day onwards. <laughs> so, so and so will never happen. No, 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 no. Well, that, that is a different matter. God gave man dominion. And if who you're talking to is a man, it means also he or she himself? Eh? Are you hearing me? Male and female what? She himself and he himself. And let me help you. I hope there are not too many children here. The, cho- the children themselves have also what? They have their dominion. So how will this thing work? Let me tell you how God put it. He said to this is the way he made me write it. He said, "The only man you and I rightly and authoritatively could and should dominate is not our domestic staff, is not our employees, is not our subordinates, not even our wives or husbands or children. You know who we should sub, sub, uh, put under is ourselves is ourselves. The man that is the problem is not your neighbor. Is yourself. You dominate creation, yes. Get a dog and subdue the dog. Get a lion, subdue the lion. God has no problem. He's giving. But for you to dominate man, that man is not your neighbor. You dominate yourself. And then when you put yourself under, something happens. Listen to me carefully now. If you want. When you put yourself under and successfully put yourself under, you get to a place where you become an inspiration. The problem with our country is that there are no inspirators. Is someone hearing me? You and I as believers should be the inspirationers. I'm trying to use as many words so that you don't... If if it's the wrong English, I'll help you remember it. The Christian in Nigeria should be what? An inspirator. By reason of what he or she has made his life. So people look at you, it's not by shouting, They say the way he talks to the children, the way he talks to his driver, the way she talks to the nanny, the way she handles this and that. Everybody begins, the way he handles money, the way he handles contracts, the way he handles this. They begin to look at you. So when you stand, what happens is that every man looking at you is admiring something about you. And it's not your gold wristwatch. It is not your Jericho hair. It is not your fine suit. They admire that. Ah, they've seen a man who succeeded to put man under. That lad, that lad, that lad brought his own lunch. Which means he denied his appetite. God plus a man who has denied himself are unstoppable. God plus the people who have said, Lord, come and reign. The, he said there is a lad, a a a, not two. Because when I think, I'm thinking how many people, when you think, we're thinking, ah, we can't do anything, we're just few. Yes, in the world, we can't do anything. Or rather, in the system of the world. But with a heavenly father like you and I have. Abba. I'll show you a scripture. Jeremiah chapter 5. Verse 1. If we have time, I don't know. We, we probably will not have the time. But we, we need to read some passages in that chapter. You know, later on. I don't know. But just note it when you go home. Read Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 1. I want us to read it, everybody. It says what? Run to and fro through the streets of Nigeria. See now and know and seek in her open places. If you can find how many? A man, a man, not even a political party. If you can find a man, he said, if there is anyone who does what? Who executes judgment, who seeks the truth, what will I do? He said, I will pardon. I will pardon Nigeria. I, I, don't, I don't need to call names for you to know that Nigeria has had problems. He's one man. I get getting me?" And he's doing his own on his side to his level as, as best as he understands. But you and I are not excused. Unless you can stand here and prove to me that in your own microcosm, that you are an enigma. People are saying, oh, we have never seen somebody like this. Because if that is not happening, then you are part, you and I are part, not just you, I as well are part of the problem. Because in all the multitude that were there, none of them helped. Notice what happened when the young boy, when the lad brought his food. What was God's command to the rest of the people? He says, nah, mekuna go sit down. That sit down is just go and sit down. I hear him, just go and sit down. Stop talking. All those the analysis. Just go and sit down. Why? Because in your office, what are you doing? Sit down. Let me help you with the person I saw that will work. In your house, what do I do? That's what he said. He said, Make them sit down. I have found a partner. I've found a partner. I've found a partner. We, we see the responsibility that is placed on you and I as believers. And this can never come from the world. I, I've been in Abuja since 1997. And from 1997, I wish we could ask God, you know, to, to uh, what back, back, back. There is a key that goes back in the... Rewind or what? If I'd known that Nigeria would be like this today. From 1997, I will say, no shaking, no moving. Let's remain like this. Yes, we had Abacha, praise the Lord. We had Abacha, there was a bit of fear. But the fear of Abacha police is not as much as the fear of Fulani terrorists. It's not as much as the fear of unknown gunmen. Do you understand? In Abuja then, oh, if you lived in Abuja then you know what I'm talking about. You don't hear robbery. The type of ceiling that they used to do is the people that enter through burglary proof and carry microwave and run. They don't wake you up. Do you understand? That, 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 that was what, if, if we knew it would be like this, we would have said, Lord, who did there? But then we're praying, Lord, change Nigeria. Unfortunately, we didn't understand that this change, God will not break the authority He had given man. And that is where the church comes into place. What have we been teaching people? If from that 1997 and 98, we were teaching people you're going to get a airplane, you're going to fly, you're going to be billionaires, would would they know that heaven is looking for a subdued man? A man who has allowed himself to empty out. Because you see, you must understand the way this thing works. A few months ago, we did an in-depth study of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit feels. Let me hear say he feels. If he feels, then it means he needs vacancy. He needs, uh, uh, is it vacuum? Yes. He needs space now. So, so the, the Holy Spirit needs a man that has what? Space. So, he can feel him. But you see, my desires. What does the Bible say about desires? It says you are led away. way. By your desires You're led away by what you want Until what you want Is simple Lord this man standing here I want him dominated When you get to that point Then you can begin to step from where You are in the multitude That nothing can come out of To where you become that singular person That heaven can say Him I can walk with him He said find me a man Not two not two. Not two. And, and you and I here, your, your consciences will bear witness that you have you have worked with people, you have been around people who changed your life. Not by beating you. Those who beat you probably may have put some scars. But there are some people that their lives. Doctor Noza has done that for me. Doctor Noza is a is, is, He's a father of the faith in Nigeria. Okay? He's one of the busiest men I know. That's why I can never call myself busy. Impossible. I have not begun. He's 70, almost this, about 74 years or so now. He holds meetings. If you, how many of us have his number? Quite a few of us. If you call him, he will answer you. PA won't answer you. If you call him, he'll answer If you send him a message, maximum two, three hours, he will respond to you. Do you understand? Now, this is how he is. You, you look at him and you say, so this is, this is the way it should be. Now, many of us and many people all, you know, out there in the world, when they want to make excuses for themselves, they say, eh, eh, pastors are this. Pastors are uh, criminals. Pastors are uh, embezzling money. Pastors. Jesus will never call you and ask you, eh, you know pastors were embezzling money, so i excuse you. Mm-bye. If they are going to hell, you will go to hell with them. Do you understand? It's not an excuse. The people who are doing wrong will not, will not be an excuse. You see, this, this is not a promotional exam. Where when you finish, because of the score of, the, of most of the people, the class four, you know, maybe class three people, the highest score is 52. And there are only two of them. If you promote only two of them, personality, you understand? Then that means the new class four will have only two students. So they have to go and carry, carry failures. Eh? And push them over it, is not, it doesn't work like that in the kingdom Do you understand? No, there is no provision for that He said, every man must choose He said, I said before you what? Blessing I said before you life There is curse and death there But choose life Every man must choose What another person does is no more an excuse The bad he does No, you know why? Because the, you should have been his inspiration Are you getting me? Oh, yes. I I, I thank God for my my father. I thank God for my parents. I mean, my father was, I won't call him, I led him to Christ just before he died. My mother was a Christian and all of that. But I thank God. I don't know the type of person I would have been if I saw my father drunk or if I saw him womanizing. I never did that. Still, I was bad. Do you understand what I mean? If he was bad, I can bet you, maybe now they'll still be preaching to me. I get what I'm saying. God God says, you, 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 you. So I'm trying to say that for those of us who are in a place of security because of the bad people you're better than. They won't even come up. Let me make it better. Uh, uh, Two weeks ago, we learned here that the plan of God is that we all be conformed to who? The image of Christ. The only standard that we're going to be judged by Is Christ. Through one man's sin, what? Death came. Through one man's gift of righteousness, what has come? Grace. Say, through him came what? Grace and truth. So, for you and I here, Nigeria will change in the name of Jesus. But that change will begin with you. Not the way the government said now. That change will truly begin with you. When you as a person will say, my life is the essential. That Jeremiah 5.1. Say, if I find one man, I want you to leave church today saying, I am that wife that by my testimony, God will change Nigeria. I am that businessman that by my testimony, God will change Nigeria. The challenge of that is that you can't serve two masters. That's where I have problems with what we, comes out from the church. Because what comes out from the church does not make that our goal. It makes success our goal. It makes promotion our goal. It makes the comfort of this world our goal. And don't forget, people of God, that this world, you know, as old school as in my sound, is not your home. It's not my home. We're in the U.S. recently, and um, the, the Lord just ministered to me. I mean, you know, as I was just driving there, I say, "Hi, hey, this place is fine, sir. You know, I, I've told you, when I'm in the U.S., I don't need to go sightseeing. Just driving on the road. The roads are wide, beautiful cars. And then the best part of it is that all the roads, there are trees on both sides. So it's like you're in the village and then you're in the city. The type of trees you only see when you go to the village. Yeah. And maybe God saw that I was wishing I was a citizen of America. And then he asked me a question. He said, dead people, which citizenship do they have? It was then it dawned on me that when people die, whether you die in America or you die in Ajegunle, there are two citizenships. Either what? Heaven or hell. He said, never envy anybody who is not going to die as a citizen of heaven. That's it. He said, never. Never. God is not unjust. We dealt with that on Friday. We we serve a God of faithfulness without injustice. Good and all pride is it. Don't sit down here and say, my life is this, my life is that. What life are you talking about? 70 years, 90 years, 110 years, 120 years. What is that? To eternity. You can't compare it. You can't compare it. But also, that doesn't deny our responsibility to our time. Because the Bible says of our forerunner, David, you know, uh, one of the forerunners of the faith. He said, David served the will of God. Or rather, served his generation according to the will of God. And then he slept. It means that I should not sleep until I serve this generation according to the will of God. Somebody say, I will not sleep until I serve my country, Nigeria, according to the will of God. Yes, that's what Jesus is saying. He said, you give them something to eat. Help me tell your neighbor that he's the one the pastor is talking about. He's not you, he's your neighbor. Just help me tell your neighbor. Because this thing now, tell your neighbor that he is the one So that he won't forget. He's the one the pastor is talking about. You give them something to From this day, October the 3rd, I want to hear stories of you. That there is a lad here who has solution. Everybody in that group had a problem. They were hungry. One person had solution. He had bread. And he didn't eat it. He didn't eat it. No, nobody says things like that in Nigeria You have opportunity Oh boy, chop Ah, your own door don't open Oh boy, what? Ah And then that season will go There won't be help again And the cycle will begin And then all of us go back to suffering All of us And, and, and you know the wisdom of God Incidentally, I don't know I, you know, I may not be able to understand all the things that happened there. But because it was a lad that had food, let, let, me, let me give you this. Because it was a lad that had food, uh, we don't know whether his parents went there, possibly his parents went there for some reason. If he ate the food alone, he would have been a lad filled in the stomach amongst a multitude of hungry people. If they found food somewhere, the stampede could kill him with his food. So he was not safe because he ate. He would be safe because everybody is safe. Is somebody getting it? That's what we don't understand. You think individual, you know, individual deliverance, individual days. Oh no, Lord, not me, not me. Just protect my family and I. No, 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 no. God, God, the Bible says, God so loved how many. He loved the world. He loved the world. Hallelujah. He loves them. He loves those Afghanistans. Have you seen their pictures? He loves them. No matter how extreme they look. he, He loves the whole world. Now, we are privileged to have entered, have been brought into this love. We must have a sense of responsibility. That Jesus, our master and our Lord, is saying to us, you give them something to eat. I don't want today, we don't have the time, another day if God permits, we're going to talk about government. But today we are talking about governors. We are talking about the men that God has what? Giving dominion. And that man is not that person. That man is you. That man is that. You said, if I can find one man. One man. One man. That shouldn't be difficult. TFC. Is that difficult? It shouldn't be difficult. I should be able to count on you to be that one man. Praise the Lord. I should be able to count on you. And as we're seated here, we're, we're positioned in diverse places. So, creation, when that man submits himself, creation would have no choice. That's why the demons said to the sons of Skiva, They said to the sons of Skiva, you're commanding us to, to go. You're commanding us. They said, Jesus we know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We know Jesus. Let this man be in you, what? Which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider a robbery to be equal, made himself of no reputation. Jesus has subdued, he didn't subdue a man, he subdued a God. Or the God. Do you understand? He subdued the God He emptied himself of all the glory. That's why he said to the Father when he him, he said, Father, give me the glory I have. I've seen some persons who were in power before. After they come out of power, most of us may have seen them. They still have imaginations of power. They're coming to a place. You know before, when these governors or big men come into a place, people are just greeting them. So I, I see some of them, they're coming to a place, and they're expecting people to greet them. people are just busy. The teenagers are on their phones. <laughs> you know, and, and I just, I'm looking at them, you know, you know, from my eye. I'm just saying, this man, is he, imagining I'm here. I am here. <laughs> you see, they, they, they have, so I, I'm just trying to tell you how difficult it is to come down. But our Lord Jesus came down. He came down from heaven to earth to show you an I the way. He emptied himself of everything. So when he speaks to demons, they say, yes, sir. So they said to the sons of Sceva, Jesus we know. Let me also show you Paul. When he came to Paul, didn't Paul tell us that all things that were gained for me, I've counted them what? As long done for Christ. He said, I've emptied myself. One thing I'm desiring now is I'm pressing forward to the mark of him who called me. I'm pushing. I have nothing else. I'll boast in nothing else except him and the cross. When Paul also commanded them, the demons looked and said, this man also what? Has subdued himself. Sons of Siva, you just collected bribe the other day. Huh? Even one amongst you stole your own money. You don't even know. Huh? You de- and by the time they analyzed, say said, you have no right to command me when you have not subdued yourself. They looked at themselves and... They they say they beat them. <laughs> they beat them, not just their body They their clothes toe. Do you understand? Why? Because how dare you? Paul could say, I beat my body, I put it under. Lest after I preach to others, I myself will be a castaway. Paul could say that's first Corinthians 9:27. And then if you progress two chapters later, Paul could now say. First Corinthians 11, verse 1. I love the scriptures. It's so together. He said that 1 Corinthians 9, 27. I'm putting myself under. And then 1 Corinthians 11, two chapters and verse 1. You know what he says? He says, imitate me. As I also imitate Christ. Let's rise on our feet. That's where we're going. Imitate me. As I also what? Imitate Christ. He didn't say imitate me because I'm your daddy. He didn't say imitate me because I'm general verse here. He didn't say imitate me because I'm a prophet. They put seven hands on my head. No, he said the only qualification I have is that I'm an imitator of Christ. When you follow that path, the world will follow you. Elements will surrender to you. Nations will be transformed by you. Child of God, I want you to raise a cry. Say, Lord, find me. Lord, I am available to you. Lord, in this generation i don't know i i have no might of my own but i have a desire use me use me use me if you're listening to me you're here today and i i don't know what your circumstance and situation may be but i want to tell you child of god I want to tell you, my dear sister, my dear brother, the the, the greatest privilege I have as a man is not to subdue those who work for me. It's, It's to subdue my appetite. It's to be able to look at another beautiful woman and know that that woman is not my wife. It's to be able to look at money that I know I would do some things with and know that money I'm not entitled to within. It's to be able to look at glory that should go to God and say that glory I must not touch it. It's also to be able to receive insults and whatever and say that insult I deserve more. If somebody calls me a fool, why should it be a problem for me? Am I not a fool? If not for Jesus Christ, how stupid will I have been? So I don't worry if I'm insulted, provided Jesus is glorified. You see, as as little children we knew this no matter how children quarrel among themselves there is no fight but say your mother that's when fight will begin because that child knows me yeah i can be anything but my mother <laughs> she's the champion of my life and the fight begins i do you understand what i'm saying people of god that Jesus alone must be glorified. Nothing else matters. Jesus alone must be imitated. Jesus alone must be copied. You know why? He's the one man that brought life. In him, he says, was life. And the life was the light of harmony. All men. Jesus, the songwriter wrote. And said, Jesus must be honored. This morning I've come to preach to you. About that one man Jesus. He must be lifted high. In my life and in your life. Jesus must be exalted. Jesus must be lifted high. And that is your goal. That is my goal. And the first way we begin to do that. Even as we go to our communion today. Is that he must have my knees. Surrender to him. He must have me. That's what we call being born again. When somebody has said from this day. I surrender my life to this Jesus. You become the champion, the captain, the Lord of my life. Everything that I do, everything concerning me, I yield it over to you. You are Lord. Is there anybody here who wants to seize this beautiful opportunity and bring his life in total submission? In total submission to the king over kings. So the one man who has opened the door, And make death no longer to be the final bus stop. He has now brought life. The Bible says he brought life. He brought life and immortality. He brought life and immortality. It is Jesus. No man, no one has been able to do it. That Jesus, you can surrender to him today. Is there any person here? This may be your, you know, you may have come with, I don't know. But I want to give you that opportunity before I pray. Don't come in here and go. And hearing Jesus in your ears without having him enthroned in your heart. Lord Jesus, I want to surrender to you today. You may have done that before, but you didn't understand it. It is the principle of one man. Through one man, sin came. Through one man again, righteousness can come. Grace can come. Forgiveness can come. Eternity can become real in your life. Through Jesus the Lord. Are you saying to him today, I want to surrender that life? All heads bowed, all eyes closed. I want you to raise that hand so I can pray with you, please. Don't do it because the pastor said it. Do it because something inside of you is saying, it's me that I'm talking to. Thank you, Jesus. Are you you saying, Jesus, I surrender? I, I, I surrender. This is me. This is me. This is me. I come to you. I bring my life to you from today. Anybody making that decision right now? I can pray with you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Okay, okay. If you're not doing it afresh, then we we can say, you know, on our own. I don't know where you are. You have done it before. You can say to him today, Lord Jesus, I will imitate you. Okay, sister, are you raising your hand? Please come, come, my dear. Sorry, come. God bless you. Come, come. God bless you. Is there any person that I didn't see his hand? Please come. Okay, anyway, you can still come here. It's okay. Is there any person I didn't see his or her hand? Father, we want to thank you. Say so me, Lord Jesus, I come to you today acknowledging that you are the Son of God. You came into this world to pay for my sins. I believe on the cross you died for me. I believe you rose again on the third day for my justification. I give my life to you. Take your place as Lord and as Savior. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord. For power to live this life victoriously until I see you face to face. Amen. God bless you. Please go with that, Pastor. Okay, so, so the rest, let, let's talk to him. Let's talk to him on our own. Say to him, what's today?" you will not forget? Say to him, what's the day? One man, one man, through one man, through one man, I will follow you. I choose to follow you. You will influence my life. Many people had influenced my life until I met Jesus. When you meet Jesus, he will influence your life. I want to follow you. I want to look like you. I want to behave like you. The spirit that moved you, let him move me. I want to be a testimony of a follower of Jesus. Begin to thank him because he will use you. Thank him for our country, Nigeria. I will count amongst the solution. My bread will be used to feed. My talent will be used to feed. My office will be used to solve problems. My position will answer. I will be light. I will be solved. Thank you, my father. Thank you, my Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus somebody.
0: You have been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you have been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, off Bannex Park Expressway, near next Cash and Carry, Abuja, 9 a.m. Sunday and 6 p.m. Wednesday. Call us on 70 you can also find us online on our website, www.thefatherschurchonline.org, Facebook, facebook.com thefatherschurch, our Twitter handle, at tfatherschurch, also on Instagram, thefatherchurch. God bless you.